Hello and welcome to Evangel Bros, your weekly podcast about biblical literacy, discipleship, and historical slash cultural context. I'm your host this week, George Benson. Uh, so a little behind the scenes on how Don and I plan our episodes. Basically, we shoot each other a text and figure out what day we can record. And we ask if there's anything you want to focus on for the Torah readings that week. And we just kind of go from there. Um, unfortunately, something we don't usually think about uh, are holidays and travel. Um, so with last week being Thanksgiving, I was gone for the majority of the week, and we weren't able to figure out a time to get together. And then when we finally did, um, it just didn't work out. So you're just going to listen to me talk for a little bit. So this is going to be a shorter episode this week, and we're not going to be focusing on the Torah portions. Uh, instead, what I'm going to focus on is reconstruction and some books that help with that. So the last six years, I think, um, especially in the last four, uh, I've heard the term deconstruction and reconstruction being thrown around a lot, um, you know, mainly from some of my friends, uh, John and Adam at the Deconstructionist Podcast, which is a great show. I highly recommend you check it out. Um, but also uh, just in general, you know, um, it seems like that a lot of evangelicals are trying to figure, are starting to realize that maybe the strict faith that they were handed uh, or the religion they were handed isn't something that actually holds water for them. Or uh, it's something that just really doesn't fit when you sit and think through it logically. Um, and so over the last, you know, I started doing a major. Um, tear down of my faith about six, seven years ago. And over the last three, four years, I've been really focused on rebuilding it and trying to move forward with it. And that's a really hard road to walk down. Uh, and so I just want to talk about a couple of books um, that really help with that. Uh, while I love studying the text, sometimes I get a little too academic in it and into my own head. And I have a hard time bridging the gap between um, what I study in the text and how it informs my daily life. And this is why part of the reason why Don and I talk about discipleship so much and why it's so important is it's because it aligns our behavior and our belief. Um, and so the first book I want to kind of bring to your attention uh, is The Sabbath by Abraham Joshua Heschel. Um, Rabbi Heschel is one of the best writers of the 20th century, in my opinion, Um if you've never read his work, I highly recommend it. I'm not going to do it an injustice by trying to describe all of it. But the Sabbath, uh, his book, The Sabbath, is particularly great because it brings up how the Sabbath is actually a spot in time and space and not just a, a day on your calendar and what that means um, and how that affects our life and how our life in the world could actually be changed if this is something that we actually practiced. Um, highly recommend that. So that's The Sabbath by Abraham Joshua Heschel. Uh, the next book is um, by Anne Spangler and Louis uh, Tuvberg, Sitting at the Feet of Rabbi Jesus, How the Jewishness of Jesus Can Transform Your Faith. Uh, if you are new into discipleship or wanting to learn about it and what that means, I cannot recommend this book enough. Um, what uh, what they do and how they walk through um first century Israel and what discipleship looked like and 
it just really informs and enriches the gospels in a way that you probably don't realize and how um practical it is and just it it really really changed the way that I, I i read some of that um the next book is the five books of miriam a woman's commentary on the torah by ellen frankel um dr frankel what she does here is she walks through torah but it's as if it's a conversation between the women involved in what's happening so um it's just it's amazing uh for example i'll just read a small part of it and um this is uh before adam and eve bite of the fruit uh the section is called the price of wisdom our daughters ask is the price eve pays for knowledge exile from paradise painful childbirth and domination by her husband equivalent to the reward the rabbis or the rabbi answers obviously it is consider the alternatives eve the mother of life protests indeed i wish i had been able to but once i left the garden i learned that curses like blessings are mixed tempered by chance and faith the key to recognize which is which and to act accordingly um and so it's just like this great dialogue where uh she pulls parts from the text and gives insight into it it's it's one of the best commentaries i've ever read another book that i would recommend is um the cross and the lynching tree by dr james h cone which i believe we brought up on uh, the episode where we talked with christopher sanchez um it is a book that every every any anybody from christianity needs to read but specifically white evangelicals need to read it um it's one of those hard reads that really points out how oppressive um we've been with our faith and how we've justified it to do some really horrible stuff and it's a part of our history and it's a part of who we are and we need to own that and the only way to own that and move forward is to recognize some of the really terrible things that we've done and uh, it's a necessary part of reconstruction another book that has just been transformational and has impacted my theology um extremely is sex difference in christian theology male female and intersex in the image of god by uh, megan defranza if you're new to the conversation of lgbtqi plus and faith in christianity this is a must read absolutely must read what um what she does and how she walks you through the history of intersex and christianity is mind-boggling how this has actually been a very inclusive faith from the beginning and over the last couple hundred years um we've really just messed that up and i can't think of any particular book on a subject as big as that that has impacted my thoughts on it as much as this one has um it has just oh boy I don't want to go into too much on it just because at some point I really want to do an off the cuff with um, Mr. Franza and uh, have her talk about this book. And oh, it's just, it's great. Um, another good one is, and I put this up on the uh, Instagram yesterday or last week sometime uh, Transgender, Intersex, and Biblical Interpretation by Teresa Hornsby and Darren Guest. Uh, this is a great book 
because it looks at parts in the text and gives you a trans commentary on it and how that um, how it could be read through that uh, and it is it, it really opens up um, some some new uh, interpretations especially the Jezebel story which the way that they approach it it is absolutely phenomenal so those are just a couple of books for your Christmas list and like I said earlier um, just books that have been instrumental for me in, in rebuilding my faith and what this looks like um, and some of the practical aspects of it. And not only just the practical aspects of it, but the history of um, this religion that I've been handed. And one of something my father-in-law likes to say is Christians forget that uh, church history started before the day that they walked into a church. Um, and that sex difference in Christian theology is just one of those that points out aspects of that that we've overlooked. Um, so as far as books go, that's about all I have to recommend. But before I close out for, uh, this week, I do actually want to focus on a part from, uh, uh, this week's tour portions. So if you have your Bible open up to, uh, Genesis 33, um, and this is when, uh, Jacob and Esau see each other again. Uh, and so I'll just go ahead and read, um, and Jacob lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, Esau was coming, and four hundred men with him. So he divided the children among Leah and Rachel and the two female servants. And he put the servants uh, with their children in front, then Leah and her children, Rachel and Joseph, last of all. Uh, he went himself uh, on before them, bowing himself to the ground seven times until he came near to his brother. But Esau ran to meet him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him. And they wept. And when Esau lifted up his eyes and saw the women and children, he said, who are these with you? Um, and then it goes on from there. But the thing that I really want to focus on, um, something that the, the character that we've, that Don and I have focused a lot on during these last couple of weeks has been Esau. And I just love this 30, this verse in 33, uh, verse four, um, when they meet and you know i've heard a lot of interpretations on this and teachings on this um and one that i cannot remember where it came from um but it was you know because the with esau being so masculine and you know i'm gonna kill my brother the next time i see him uh the question that at least i've heard asked is why didn't esau kill jacob or what happened what changed and when i heard this it was something that was just like oh it's so simple uh the interpretation that i love about this is well they're twins and it has been years since they've seen each other and this is a time when you know mirrors weren't really a thing you would see how you looked in water um it, and it was just like when they saw each other, they realized how old they had become. And, you know, if you if you have aging parents and you go a while without seeing them and then, you know, you visit them and you can see the time that has been worn on their face, it's just, you know, it's heartbreaking. And so to see your brother, who is your twin, and to realize how old you both have become and how much time has been spent in anger towards this. Um, oh man, I just find it absolutely breathtaking. 
it's it's beautiful to me um so that's all i wanted to focus on uh I, we could probably talk a lot about this but um i don't want to do that without don and so uh yeah short episode hope you guys have a great week and we'll be back at it um next week with torah portions nine uh, if you haven't already, please stop by wherever you listen to your podcasts and give us a rate and review. Um, if you give us five stars, we'll give you a shout out on our Facebook, Instagram, and um, Twitter. And hey, who knows? Maybe we'll read it at the end of the episode. Uh, hey, fun fact. While I was editing this episode, I saw that we had a new um, five-star review. So I'm just going to read that real quick. Uh, the title is The Story Matters Most by Scotch Delaney. If God didn't want you to jump in, experience the context, and enjoy the story, then the Bible wouldn't be a bunch of stories and poems. Dan and George really share their love for the scriptures in a way that makes them come alive, even if they go off the deep end every once in a while. So thanks a lot, uh, Scotch Delaney, for that review um, and for calling Don Dan. I love it. Thanks. So we would love to hear your feedback. You can email us at evangerbros at gmail.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at evangerbros. Uh, And that's it. I've been your host, George, and I hope you have a great week. Bye.